Hey everybody, this is your host, Matt Castellini, and welcome to Chicago Capital. We have a great episode lined up today, but before that, a word from our sponsors, World Business Chicago. As the city of Chicago's economic development organization, World Business Chicago supports founders and our local startup ecosystem with their flagship programs like the Chicago Venture Summit, Startup Chicago, Think Chicago, and Venture Engine with the Illinois Science and Technology Coalition. Follow WBC on LinkedIn and Twitter to learn more on why Chicago thrives as a global destination for founders, innovators, and investors. Maddie and Declan, it's great to have you both on the show. Uh, pleasure to do a one-on-two uh, in terms of Tech Nexus uh, representation. Um, it's great to great to have you on, Maddie. Uh, really looking forward to chatting more about your background and your role at uh, Tech Nexus and learning a bit more about about the firm. Uh, we had Kristen Pacifico on uh, as one of the early sort of interviewees. So uh, it's great to uh, see things come full circle and now have uh, two more members of the team on. Yeah, definitely. I'm super, super happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, Matt. Uh, well, I think it's great to just always start, you know, with a bit of your background, Maddie, and uh, learn how you sort of got to be, you know, a uh, director of collaboration at TechNexus and learn a bit more about, you know, your, your path to the role. Sure. Yeah, I would say I, I'll just say I had a very like unconventional path into VC, um, which I'm really proud of, because it was kind of not your like typical trajectory. So I started my career um, at a global market research and kind of consumer insights agency called Kantar TNS. And I, I straddled two elements of consumer research, which was really fascinating, both quantitative, so thinking about survey methodology, data and analytics, you know, kind of big, broad uh, market research in that sense, but then also qualitative research and early stage innovation, where it was really about kind of what we always referred to as the fuzzy front end of, of research, where you were really getting at motivations and emotions and really kind of the psychology of understanding the consumer, which was really exciting. And then being able to translate a lot of that into not only direction for strategy, but direction for new products, new solutions, new services that, that large corporations could bring to market. So a lot of those, I would say the last five, six or so years of my career there was really around bringing people together in kind of a facilitated workshop live setting to have fun, get creative and think of those new ideas, leveraging real consumer challenges that were being faced to um, generate kind of really human centric ideas there. Um, so that is kind of how I, you know, started things. Um, as you can imagine, a lot of collaboration, a lot of curiosity, a lot of creativity. And, and those are some of the elements that, that even led me into, into the industry here now. Yeah, no, I'd love to learn a bit more about kind of that, that jump you made and, um, you know, how exactly you set about, um, you know, looking at TechNexus at a, as a potential place to work, you know, what made it so intriguing and just kind of that evolution of your career. How did you kind of arrive at that decision point? Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, after about 12 or 13 years uh, at Kantar, 
doing a lot of, you know, personal growth, professional growth. Um, I just was ready for something new. I think like a, like a lot of people, um, when you reach that point in your career, you just, you feel it and you know it and it's, and it's time to move on. Um, and so one of the things that brought me to Tech Nexus or really drew me there was right there in the name collaborative. So being able to understand that this was a company that was not only working with entrepreneurs and new early stage ventures and new technologies, but also kind of marrying and, and matchmaking that to big leading corporations and stakeholders there on how they could leverage that early stage innovation and what's coming out of of ventures in the entrepreneurial ecosystem um, to kind of go further faster. Uh, so for me, kind of coming from a place where I was very much used to working with corporate innovation and understanding the dynamics, you know, at play with some of the largest companies, I just really loved the idea of, okay, here's another opportunity and another way to like bring people together. That's what kind of I was all about and what really drove my passions. Yeah, and I think it's 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 helpful here to just zoom out for a second and maybe give listeners a you know a um, a reminder uh, I, I guess for what TechNexus is and what makes it different from other VC firms um, and, and really sort of what a venture collaborative is and how that fits into sort of corporate R and D. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what TechNexus Venture Collaborative is is we connect big corporations to the venture ecosystem in a way that is meaningful and that creates effective collaboration and, and real opportunities, both for the entrepreneur, creating a lot of commercial access and customer uh, opportunities with some of these really big, large industry leaders um, in their field. And then for the corporation, it's the ability to not see some of these ventures or, you know, the earliest forms of technology and innovation being developed as kind of scary or threats or things to fear, but, but opportunities to collaborate with. Um, and so I think it actually, for me, when I think about what we're doing goes actually beyond this future of corporate R&D, and it really is the future, probably the corporate agenda in general, like, Gone are the days of, you know, working in a silo and doing everything on your own. You know, this this whole world has opened up and the idea that, you know, corporates and startups and, you know, all kinds of people, I think, are just craving collaboration and learning from others. And like I mentioned earlier, getting further faster with that mentality than just competitive and threat and kind of fear-based. Um, so that's what I think is really exciting is because it really is about like cultural shifts within especially a, a corporate organization of really kind of owning and, and, and walking the walk a little bit around entrepreneurial mindset and, and wanting to think more creatively and more innovatively. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I guess, you know, are there other especially since it's been some time since, you know, me and Kristen um, spoke on the show, have you seen the venture ecosystem um, kind of evolve where there are more players out there sort of doing something similar to Tech Nexus, but in different, in different markets? Have you seen kind of, um, you know, for lack of a better word, more, more competitors, I guess, in this space who are trying to sort of targeting the same kind of value prop? Or how do you think it's evolved? And I'm just curious about 
you know, that recent evolution, maybe in the face of like a recession, how that sort of, you know, looks like from a corporate perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, what's interesting is they're really, I haven't come across a lot that really is like this in, in the way that it's been built and the model, like I said, built from a place of like effectiveness and, and engaging earlier. I think typically sometimes what you see, especially when it comes with, you know, kind of corporates coming along into the ecosystem is it's at a later it's at a later stage like they get more interested when maybe there's a lot more traction or we're talking you know series b series c type companies where almost like the entrepreneur has proven themselves so much that the corporate is like okay we'll we'll engage we'll take you seriously versus the earlier kind of if you back up and just kind of are able to create a partnership and a relationship and kind of some of the goodwill and affinity to, to watch, to learn, to see, to, to leverage it as a way to garner insights about the future of your industry or the, the future of a very new nascent technology. Again, you can really um, just maximize or accelerate your corporate agenda based on that versus just, Hey, we're going to place some bets and, you know, make some M&A transactions laid on. So I can't say that I've really seen that engagement from corporates really in those early stages and collaborating in kind of a meaningful way as part of that thesis for investing. Yeah. Just to jump in here real quick. I think Maddie kind of hit the nail on the head with that at, at a later stage. You know, a lot of these companies are our CVC arms are investing on an acquisition track and we're not necessarily trying to do that. I think we're targeting earlier stage companies where we can get that same, you know, commercialization by putting a small check into the company and, you know, the corporation can end up making a return off of it as well and not necessarily need to um, spend $50 million to acquire a company. So you're sort of unlocking that collaboration earlier on in the process and the early stage company is getting that validation of a large corporation. Uh, maybe it's targeting the customers, it's a commercial uh, customer vendor relationship, um, or maybe it's just a, an ecosystem type investment where um, they're working with the corporate partner t- tangentially or targeting a different demographic of users. Um, so yeah, I think to Maddie's point, um, that's sort of the ma- major difference with you know, CBC or, or outsourced CBC. And your corporate partners that you work with, um, have many of them sort of been multi-year partners? Have they, what is the relationship, I guess, look like for, you know, the typical corporate partner of TechNexus in terms of, you know, do their goals change uh, over time? Are they looking um, maybe for different sort of types of companies or areas of innovation over time? And then how do you sort of deal with that as, as the market evolves, as the early stage market evolves? How does that, how does that go? Yeah. I mean, the big, the, big element of it is truly in that word of partner and partnership. Like it really is that where we are very lockstep with our partners and their evolving kind of strategic needs and priorities. So as we're thinking about, you know, leveraging the ecosystem and essentially like I sometimes describe it as like building their own startup ecosystem for them any good ecosystem is all about diversity and balance within the ecosystem. So we might be looking at companies that feel really close in, like these are core to the business today where 
understanding what that looks like, you know, in the next year, in the next two years is like right on your doorstep. Like it's a no brainer, but also being able, and this is where I, you know, with our partnership and, you know, techniques is at the table, constantly looking at what could possibly be next. What could be where you think you're in this industry and really in the next 10 years, that has kind of maybe even flowed into and now we're talking about like a multimodal industry that you've never really thought of in the past before, but we're kind of able to kind of keep our finger on the pulse and help them keep their finger on the pulse on what could possibly be next, what could be around the corner and how we can leverage our expertise and the entrepreneurs in the ecosystem to kind of peek around some of those corners before it becomes very obvious that, you know, there's something right there. So I think that's what's also really exciting. And so we're, you know, partnering today where, you know, we have themes that we're really focused on based on strategic priorities and things and areas that they want to focus on, but that we are evolving and shaping as it goes. Like it is not static for the life of the partnership because we know this world changes fast and those industries are changing faster. And I'm curious about the relationship with the portfolio companies and the corporations and TechNexus as kind of a, you know, a, an entity, I guess. So are there, I have to imagine a large corporation in a given vertical or sector, you know, comes in, makes an early stage investment. Is What does the relationship then look like with a portfolio company and that corporation? Is there like a direct relationship between the two? Are you guys sort of um, helping them achieve their goals and sort of acting as a liaison between the corporate partners and the, you know, portfolio company. What is that kind of, I guess, three person relationship kind of look like? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really it's in our name. We play this nexus point between those two worlds and are really there to kind of be this facilitator between both worlds. So we are very close with our corporate partners and know, what's on their roadmap and what their priorities are. And we can distill a lot of that insight and information down to our portfolio and the entrepreneurs with, you know, that, that are most relevant to that partner and vice versa, being able to understand what the entrepreneurs are seeing and surface that back up in through the corporate. And what's really great, and this is, you know, where a lot of my role and focus, you know, as we think of our platform within, you know, TechNexus is very much about, fostering those collaborations and that commercial opportunity that could that could happen between the ventures and the corporate. And so it might be very obvious at the time of investment or even in the near term, there is a rich opportunity that the corporate is ready to engage with, the entrepreneur is ready to engage. Let's just make the connection and they're off to the races to explore what that looks like. There's also times you know, as we think about that diversity in the ecosystem, we might invest in something or bring something into our portfolio that needs incubation time before it is ready to be something that the corporation, you know, um, has the priorities to focus on. So we can be supporting that entrepreneur and that team with all kinds of other things to, to help their business acceleration and their growth to get them to the place where they are ready to kind of walk into that quote unquote corporate boardroom and have a meaningful conversation that leads to real commercial outcomes. 
And I will say, you know, sometimes it's easy to think that, you know, I feel like the, the term incubation is very synonymous in the startup world and with entrepreneurs. Corporations sometimes need incubation too. The corporation might not have the the organizational structure or someone to take point or take lead on a project that they're ready to meaningfully work with an entrepreneur. And so we're also helping understand where some of those gaps might be, how we can support, how we can prioritize to get them ready to engage with the entrepreneur as well. Maddie, correct me if I'm I'm wrong on this, but just touching on that point a little bit further, TechNexus has had corporate partners, you know, three to five years old at this point. And some of those early corporate partners maybe made an investment um, in an early stage company. And now you're seeing actual business units of 40 or more people focused on that specific vertical. So it's really about helping the corporation grow. And um, in terms of organizational structure, it, um, you can see the, the success of that moving forward as well. Um, yeah. Absolutely. No, I just was going to say that's a really great point, Declan. I mean, there are, you know, I can think of a few situations where when the, the company came into the portfolio or when, yeah, when the company came into the portfolio, we might have had some introductory conversations, but they're just, it wasn't, the timing was not right for both parties at that point. And what's really nice for us is unlike the entrepreneur then having to like, constantly bang down the door of a corporate and maybe not get the attention that they need or feel like they're getting blown off or some of those things that sometimes traditionally happen when an entrepreneur is just trying to access new customers. We can be there to help set the expectation to say, hey, you go grow, go do your thing, go build your business. We got you like when that time is right and set those expectations. Hey, it might be six months or maybe a year. In the meantime, we're still here to support you in these other ways. And when it's time to go, like we've got your back and we'll let you know. And then you start to see when the timing matches up on both sides, that's when the real kind of revenue generation and commercial outcomes can happen. And we, and I've seen that firsthand just even over the last few months. Yeah. Awesome. And Maddie's, Maddie's been an expert on, on that and the uh, prioritization of all the different portfolio companies within TechNexus, but kind of leads me into, you know, how big is the TechNexus portfolio at this point in time? And sort of where do you see that, that venture success, the platform team that you're leading going into the future as you add more and more portfolio companies, more corporate partners? Yeah. Um, so the portfolio right now is around, I believe it's around 115. So over 100 um, in the entire portfolio across all of our multiple different partners. Um, and so when I think of platform or, you know, for our firm, we, we refer to our entrepre entrepreneurial support or founder support platform as venture success, you know, how to best um provide them tools and resources and incubation services that they need. You know, I see it really around the ability to provide customer access and business development opportunities that I'm, I've seen it happen with some of my peers in the VC industry. This is a hard nut to crack of customer access and BD, and it is our bread and butter. It is what we do. It is the network that we have curated over years and years. Our tons of leading, you know, 
corporations, industry leaders, other investors, and so be able to provide that access and really double down around all things customer and commercial opportunity is where I kind of vision and see us being able to go. Um, there's lots of other great things that we support as well when it comes to, you know, marketing support, um, investor introductions, connecting with our co-investors in a meaningful way that we can provide fundraising support for our, our ventures, and even, you know, HR and, you know, kind of people operations, consulting, resources, whatever that might be. So there's lots of ways that we can do that, but really wanting to take a lot more focus as we go into the future on all those things that are about providing customer access and customer advisory. Are there any specific investments or companies, uh, early stage companies that are recent to the Tech Nexus portfolio that you're excited about or any recent wins you wanna brag about? Um, I would say, yeah, I was looking at this question, thinking about it. And for me, I think what's been most exciting watching um, and it's, it's one of like our longest, it's been in the portfolio the longest, but with Ketchco and their recent launch of actually brick and mortar stores, both in Fort Worth, Texas, and now the Mall of America, that's been a really exciting journey to watch them as they've built from the Mystery Tackle Box product, which is, you know, all things kind of a curated access for the modern angler. Um, they, you know, started as a subscription box, you know, moved on to, you know, e-commerce or kind of just kept expanding. Um, and the way they've been able to connect with consumers and even new consumers in an activity that is traditionally not something that younger millennials or Gen Zs or even women or diversity typically were in. I think it's just amazing what they've been able to do uh, in the outdoor industry in that space. And so I'm just really proud of the success that they've seen and opening now going from a fully D to C model to having this brick and mortar kind of experiential. So that's been really fun to follow. And uh, Ketchco is now a tenant or a part-time tenant in the Tech Nexus team working space. So yes. perfect transition into talking about the other piece of Tech Nexus. Um, not sure, like Tech Nexus hasn't always been a, a venture firm. So do you want to give a quick background on you know how Tech Nexus started and um, a brief history of Tech Nexus from your perspective? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how Tech Nexus started, um, really, you know, years and years ago when Fred and Terry started the ITA, which was the Illinois Technology Association, which, you know, at the time it was about really being able to create a membership association for Chicago's very, very early, very nascent tech scene. Um, so they started a club and then realized we need to build a clubhouse. And so they, you know, created Tech Nexus as essentially the clubhouse or a physical place that the members of ITA could come, could hang out, could network, could connect, meet people, you know, really creating a physical ecosystem for Chicago's tech scene. Um, and it has grown and expanded. It's the home to many, many uh, entrepreneurs, startups, investors, um, you know, even corporate executive hosting board meetings, events, you know, taking up space here. And it's really continued to always have at its core this very, you know, community membership model, um, whether it's come and incubate your company here and grow it, launch it, you know, let's go and raise some funding, or I just want to be in the energy of innovation and surrounded with entrepreneurs. Um, so, 
that is kind of, you know, how, how TechNexus kind of took shape here in Chicago. And from there, what was happening was those same entrepreneurs and investors and corporate executives were all hanging out here and having conversations. And this, this is where this venture collaborative idea started to come up of like, how do we have a more kind of rigorous or programmatic approach to connecting these people together than just the, the serendipity that might happen being at the same you know space in the same place at the same time and so that's how the venture collaborative you know kind of launched from there but you know we've always had roots in this origin to a physical place to bring people together a physical place to to really foster collaboration and so you know a couple of years ago, went through a little bit of a brand refresh to to really take this idea of what the future of work needed to look like and in, in this in where we are now in 2022 and say it really is all about team working. So being able to collaborate with your team, with others in a community, in a shared collaborative space. And so launched team working by TechNexus. So you know, a lot of people here in Chicago, you can experience it. You know, we're here in the Civic Opera Building, but it's 65,000 square, square feet of collaborative shared space that, you know, we're always open for membership and, and would love for people to, to come and hang out with us. So, yeah, and I think it's an interesting, um, you know, kind of watermark for the endless debates about in-person versus kind of remote versus work from home. I mean, um, it seems like a mix of both or a yes. sort of healthy mix is the direction or at least, you know, maybe not the stance, but I guess kind of the strategic sort of angling you all, you all have taken, are taking with this team working kind of strategy. Would you, would you kind of agree with that assessment? Yeah, I absolutely agree where it is really trying to like meet people where they are and they're not in person five days a week. And they also don't want to be home five days a week, you know, or just even providing a space to come when you just kind of, okay, I want to get out of the house or get out of being remote and engage with people and kind of have a meeting of the minds and be able to whiteboard again. And I think that's what I like so much, even kind of in that naming around teamworking, you know, cause I think we've all heard of like co-working and, you know, all of that, but the idea that it's really about closer collaboration now with your team in a way that we didn't have for two years, we were all remote and trying to do this collaboratively virtually where it's saying, Hey, if you're on a, you know, 60 person team, maybe not all of us, except in a very like couple times a year, we'll be in the same room together. But why don't we have a space where, hey, the 10 people on the product team need to get together on Thursday and like hash a few things out. And they yeah. want to do that in real life and they want to kind of come together. So you don't need a footprint necessarily for 60 or 100 or for that full team, but let's have a place that they can come and, and be and, and, and be able to work together and collaborate. If I'm interested in, you know, pursuing that space, where should I go? Yeah. So the website is teamworking.vc. So definitely check out the website, um, learn more about the offering and there's right there, uh, access to join, or you can just reach out to me. I like meeting new people too. <laughs> Tech TechNexus also sponsors a ton of events and, and hosts events at, at the co-working space as well, a team working space, sorry. Um, 
what are some upcoming events that people should look forward to and you know, how can we stay up to date with what's going on in, in Chicago and with all the, the portfolio companies and corporate partners? Yeah, definitely. So um, to stay up to date with everything that we've got going on, head to our website, technexus.com, sign up for our newsletter for, you know, news, insights, access to events, all that good stuff. Highly recommend that. Events that we have coming up. Um, so I do want to give a shout out. We have a team working by Tech Nexus Chicago Tech Breakfast Club event, Breakfast Club number two, coming up on November 10th. Um, this is really, truly just a fun, informal, free breakfast, coffee, meet some cool folks, come hang out in the space for the day. Um, it's typically, you know, eight to 10 in the morning, but we encourage people to, you know, not rush out and just kind of hang out for the day and experience the place, take some calls, take some meetings, you know, um, and enjoy it. So that's on November 10th. And then shout out to TechNexus. We're hosting along with other ecosystem partners and VC partners, a big Chicago tech, uh, Halloween bash, October 27th. Uh, at Treehouse in River North, uh, Spooktacular is the event. And that's just going to be a lot of fun, costume contest, gathering the community, and just having a really good time. I don't want to. So know, think about what I, you guys want to be for Halloween. I was Justin Bieber last year, so I figured I <laughs> maybe just retire Halloween costumes after that. I mean, I don't think I can do any better. So uh <laughs> I'll, I'll think of some stuff. I'll see if I got some stuff up my sleeve. Um, I, I, I think that, um, you know, a great question I always like to kind of pose near the end uh, is more of a reflection is that, you know, you've been in Chicago since the start of your career, um, you know, sort of now very involved in the tech ecosystem, very, very embedded. And so I just would love to hear your take on the growth of Chicago as a tech ecosystem. Um, and I've, I've seen it even since I started this podcast, it feels like two years ago that it's just, um, it's fascinating to watch kind of a, a, a tech ecosystem or any type of, you know, vertical specific ecosystem in its infancy, which Chicago very much is, but it's also been kind of exciting to see um, the ways in which it's changed. So I would just love to hear your perspective on that and, uh, you know, how you think it's going to change moving forward. Yeah, um, I think I think there it's perfectly positioned right in the Midwest. You've got all of these people that in our hearts are just collaborative by nature. I feel like that's a huge thing. And even transplants that might live here or move here, like, I feel like we skew from the Midwest. Like I'm from Ohio and, you know, I come here and I'm just like Midwest through and through. Um, and so what I think makes Chicago just a really great space for the startup ecosystem is it goes back to a lot of what we've been talking about, even with TechNexus, is this idea of collaboration and, and seeing others as, you know, through this lens of opportunity and being able to connect and unlock and maybe identify something new through coming at it together than being so closed off and fearful of competition or fearful of giving anything away to someone else. Um, and so I feel like that's one of the like key reasons that it's just continued to like bloom and grow is there's just such this need and want for embracing that versus um, like turning away from it. So it's been so amazing 
for me, you know, yeah, I've lived here a really long time and had my career here. And I've never, ever felt more connected to the city than over the past three and a half years of, of working with TechNexus and working in this ecosystem. And it's just been such a really fun experience to like understand the love that so many people have for this city, myself included, that entrepreneurs building here and even the big corporations and industry leaders that call this home as well. And I think that's what's also really unique to Chicago is that there is so much industry leadership here that I don't know that a lot of other cities can really own that concept of just like heritage companies and and complete industries probably being built here and now being revolutionized here and needing to evolve here. Awesome. Well, Maddie, thank you so much. I think that's a great kind of note to end it on. And I, I completely agree with, with all of your assessments. Um, and, uh, I, you know, thanks again for taking the time. I think people will have a much, a much deeper understanding of the work that you guys are doing at TechNexus. It is multifaceted. It is very, very unique. Um, and I think, you know, necessary uh, for the venture ecosystem. I'd just love to give you the time kind of here to to shout out sort of, you know, anybody else, you know, in, in the platform space, it's, you know, sometimes not as, uh, you know, headline grabbing, obviously, as the, uh, as, as the VC space, but platform teams are usually what provide the most value uh, at VCs and are the ones that, you know, end up winning allocation into the best deals at the end of the day. So I uh, would love to, if there's any shout outs, funds, people, investors, peers, etc. Okay, I want to give a few shout outs to uh, Jim over at Hyde Park Venture Partners, uh, the talent partner over there, Katie at M25, head of platform, uh, Mandy at Parker Gale, VP of community, Rachel, head of platform at OCA Ventures, uh, and Ted, co-founder of Midwest House. Uh, I also want to give a really special shout out uh, and kudos to Nicole McCarthy for her promotion uh, to di Director of Innovation and Venture Strategy at World Business Chicago. I've been working really closely with Nicole over the past year on the Venture Engine Project and just super proud of, of this recent promotion. So congrats to you, Nicole. Thanks for coming on the show, Maddie. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks so much, Maddie. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye.